0: sponsored by Brilliant. Go to brilliant.org slash Renee Ritchie to finish your day a little smarter every day. Welcome to my brand new channel, where I talk about Apple and related technologies and culture. I'm doing a few short videos here every week and a longer, deeper dive video on the weekend. So yeah, you do have to subscribe again if you haven't already because new channel, but you only have to do it once. Now, yesterday I talked about an iPhone 12 diagram supposedly ripped from a leaked internal iOS 14 build. Well, there were also a couple of other diagrams leaked as well. One of which shows a new iPhone home screen, or at least that's how many people ran with the story. What it really showed to me was a Rorschach test for whatever it is you secretly wish the iPhone home screen, the springboard would look like next. We'll only know for sure when Apple actually shows off iOS 14 presumably at the beginning of June. What this does give me right now today is this excuse to tell you what I wanna see. I'm Renee Ritchie and this is my concept for the iPhone 12 home screen. I'm not gonna tease you. I'm not gonna draw this out. I'm not gonna do that thing where it's like, First, I have to explain this long extended history before we can get to the juicy bits. Not today. No, this is gonna be 100% pure juicy bits because here is what I want. Constrained customization. That's it. But hear me out. I want a home screen grid that I can fill up any way I like and configure however the mood strikes me. First, I want a search box, a whole horizontal row like Spotlight is now, but always there when I want it to just always be there. Yeah, like Android has had since Cupcake or Beignets or whatever, because good is just good. If my primary means of finding secondary or tertiary apps buried somewhere on some home screen in the stack is to swipe down Spotlight and start typing, then just let me save myself that swipe. Just let me tap and start typing. Also, in addition to letting me type out search queries, let me type out commands, actions. Basically, anything I can say to Siri to do, I should be able to type to Spotlight. WebOS, even BlackBerry 10 used to have this feature. It was great, it can be great again. Second, complications, like on the Apple Watch, one by one, two by one, two by two, four by one, hey, maybe even four by two. You can call them widgets if you like, but to me, Apple Watch complications just nailed the glanceability, the information density, the just flat out usability, more so than any widget system I ever used before. And I know, I know. For years, we've been told that people just don't use widgets, that they look nice, but almost no one ever changes the defaults or interacts with them in any meaningful way. For non-nerds, they've mostly been decorative, ornamental, that's why the Mac dashboard went away and modern Android phones are just far cleaner than back in the glory days of HTC. And I don't know, maybe we iPhone owners only want them because we don't have them, but I'm willing to bet the company that's been iterating on the watch system for years could figure out home screen complications and lock screen complications too. Third, a row or several of Siri suggested apps. Now, Siri don't always talk good, but Man Alive are the suggested apps so almost always exactly on point. Thanks to a variety of signals from past behavior to current time and location, I can't tell you how often I swipe down to spotlight an app and it's just already there, right there, staring back at me, good to go. And I know, Again, I know it's a slippery slope. When apps are static, always exactly where you expect them to be because they're always exactly in the same place, you can build up muscle memory. You don't have to scan for them. Don't even have to think about them. There's almost no cognitive load. You just tap sometimes before you even realize you've tapped. But having the same app in the same physical space is also limiting because physical space is limiting and no two apps can ever occupy it at the same time. Siri suggested apps adds the element of time, effectively multiplying the space out towards infinity. And fourth, of course, would be those static apps. And for every reason I just said, there still needs to be a place for our most frequently used apps to be just exactly where we expect them to be, so we can hit them whenever we need them without a first thought, never mind a second. The dock is already super static, but it's also super set in its ways. If you want to go crazy and have two rows, though, why should the dock stop you? It's not the boss of you. Have two rows, or a little arrow that pops a double, like Siri suggested apps do now or, and I'm just spitballing here, an expander that opens it up to a full on app drawer that contains everything you've ever downloaded from the store, sorted how you want it sorted in grid or list view like the watch does. And some other rumors have already suggested iOS 14 might. That's what I want. And if you just spent this entire video thinking, wait, all Renee really just did was describe the minus one home screen we have already, you know, the today view or widget screen or whatever you wanna call it. If you think all I've just done is describe exactly that with a few tweaks, well, you're exactly right. See, I think Apple's been not so secretly experimenting on us for years with the minus one home screen, trying out all the less conventional, more interesting ideas there, safely adjacent to the good old, now really old main home screen grid. They've just never had the nerve to let us make it the main home screen to take it from minus to one, to flip a switch, demote the grid and promote this admittedly more complex, but also more flexible system to primetime. to do pretty much what the Apple Watch did from the very beginning and has gotten so much better at doing in recent versions of watchOS, make the launcher, not just a static launcher, but a flexible context sensitive informer as well. I mean, I get it, I totally get it. Back when Steve Jobs introduced the original iPhone with a home screen that looks so very much like it still looks today, it was never meant to be a destination. No one was meant to just sit on the home screen and abide. It was meant to be a jump point, the place from which you could launch into any of a handful of apps at first, hundreds of thousands of them now just like the home button was meant to be an escape hatch, something that jumped you back to a known state anytime you were finished what you were doing or simply got lost and wanted to go back to the home screen. Now the home button is fading and a better, more flexible, and yes, more complex gesture navigation system has taken its place. So maybe, Just maybe it's time for the old springboard to fade as well and let the better, more flexible and yes, more complex minus one home screen take its place. If not as the default yet, then as an option for those who are ready for it, ready to stop chasing after our apps and to have those apps, their superficial information and modularized functionality all come straight to us. And if Apple just isn't ready to build that for us yet, maybe you could starting with Brilliant. See, Brilliant has this new introduction to neural networks course, the kind that lets Siri make all those suggestions and powers face ID and just so much else in iOS now. This is how it works. The example is find my keys, but it could just as easily be find the app I want. In this case, you have no idea where you left them, maybe because you were up gaming all night, I don't know. But as you look around your floor tiles change colors, revealing how close or far away your last guess was from your keys. Even if you have no clear search pattern, you can still get better round after round, figuring out a strategy based on feedback and finding your keys in surprisingly few guesses. To learn more, literally learn so much more, go to brilliant.org slash Renee and sign up for free. Be one of the first 200 people and you can also level up with 20% off the annual premium subscription. Thanks Brilliant and thanks to all of you for supporting the show. We humans get bored easily, so easily, but we also hate change so much. Apple hates change for change's sake, but will also make radical changes at the top of a courage. This feels like manageable change though, and change for the better for everyone. But that's just what I think. Hit like if you do, subscribe if you haven't already, ring that bell if you want YouTube to actually tell you when new episodes go live, and then hit up the comments and let me know, what do you wanna see for your iOS 14 home screen? Thanks for watching. See you next video.